This episode of the All About Nothing podcast is brought to you by GOT Sound Studio. GOT Sound Studio offers a variety of experiences, music, voice, and instrumental recording and production, video, and still photography. GOT Sound Studio has all of your media needs met. Owned and operated by Dominique Stewart, the Neek the Geek, experienced artists as well as up-and-coming will find everything they need to create. Bring your media needs to one of the most talented producers and engineers in the business, Neek the Geek. You can find details by visiting gotsoundstudio.com or calling 803-243-2302. You can also find links in the Friends of the Pod section of our website. Visit theallaboutnothing.com. Recorded live from the Maddie Johnson Podcast Studio at GOT Sound Studio in Columbia, South Carolina, this is the All About Nothing Podcast. The views expressed on this program are the opinions of the host. Some content and subject matter may not be appropriate. Listener discretion is advised. Listeners are encouraged to follow the show at theallaboutnothing.com for links to social media and more. Listeners can call the show at 803-672-0533. Thank you for listening. All right, welcome to another episode of the uh, All About Nothing podcast. This is another shorts episode, and uh, and if you're listening to it on the day we release it, which is Tuesday, March the 1st, uh, it uh, it is my mother's birthday, but we'll talk about that here in just a little while. Uh, but right now, we've got Justin Osborne from Susto on the phone with us. Justin, welcome to the show again. Hey, hey guys. Good to be back. Thanks for having me on to chat. This technically makes you a returning champion. Yeah. Yeah, I'll take that title any day. It's been about a year and a half, like August. It has. I think it was August of a year ago. It I, has. I didn't have a baby. By oh, that's true. Yeah, I, I now have a one year old. Yeah. <laughs> and Justin, how well, old is how old is your child now? Um, she is uh, two and a half, three and two. Man, tracks walking around, talking like crazy. It's awesome. It's awesome. 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 Well, before we jump into uh, why we've we've actually got you on the phone, first of all, we want to tell you that the new album is fantastic. Yeah, time, your time in, uh, thank time, you. Time in the sun, unbelievably good. The lyrics, the music is just fantastic, and it. Well, uh, I appreciate that. It it made it into my walking around the neighborhood uh, tracks. Yeah. So yeah. I, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I, I have to say uh, this uh, the February was my dad's third third year of passing so there was definitely some songs on there like god of death that absolutely resonate and uh it's yeah the the whole album man it's uh phenomenal i appreciate that y'all it's you know it's it's crazy to have worked on it for so long and now it be you know out in the world and people kind of getting a chance to spend time with it oh yeah digest it but um it's uh I'm, i'm still really proud of it definitely a mile marker in my life and my career uh, I, yeah, I mean, and you knocked it out of the park, man. It, it, the whole thing. Uh, I love Double Rainbow as well. Oh, fantastic song! And there, thank you. That's, there, there is some that's angel... the manifesto. Oh yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> there is some beautiful soul out there who has uh, uh, tabbed out and put chords to like almost the entire album on Ultimate Guitar. Really? Have they really? Yeah. Cool. So I have learned like at least three or four of them, and I'm definitely going to. Awesome. I'm going to YouTube some of them. <laughs> And, uh, I probably need to revisit that and relearn some of them that we hadn't played on the road. <laughs> double crazy, you're like, yeah. yeah. A double rainbow is so much fun to play. <laughs> oh man! Oh, I love that one because it's not hard. It's like three chords. But right. I get to kind of like, I get to start that one like in this real cool kind of badass way on the road, and yeah, I don't know. I love it. We played it. We kind of we closed with that one last night in Philadelphia, and it was it was so fun. 
Yeah. Um, the band's feeling really good on the road right now too. It's, we've kind of been tr- uh, transitioning a little bit into some different members, which is kind of a normal thing. So Stowe's mm-hmm. kind of got a, always had a revolving lineup of different friends and collaborators, um, kind of being making up the road band. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's still really good. We've, we've been fortunate to have had a lot of really great shows. So we just did like four in the Northeast. We did um, Boston and New York and uh, oh, DC blast. and then back, went back up to Philly and it was, it was cold. Don't get me wrong. I fucking oh, yeah. hate the cold, but, um, but the crowds are awesome. It was great to be back up there. And they're, they're kind of starting to, everybody's kind of getting back to shows and stuff. Now you could tell if some people were a little timid about it still, but sure, um, sure. we're having fun. And you're you're in Savannah Thursday night this week, and then you're in it. Yeah, Athens. I'm doing I'm doing a little solo run. Yeah, I'm doing a little solo run into Georgia between now and when we go out to South by Southwest. Okay. Um, oh, that's you know right. I like to stay busy, so I'm going. We're, we're the band is not doing anything full band until we get to South by Southwest. We're kind of kicking off that whole West Coast tour in Austin um, with a show at Willie Nelson's Ranch in Spotswood, Texas, for Lucky right. Union. And, that's gonna be cool. And, um, yeah, it's gonna be rad, and um, and then we play a few more shows in Austin, and then kind of head west to Phoenix, and then onwards to California, and all that, and then make our way back. But in the meantime, I'm gonna be in Georgia the next couple couple weeks, so it's gonna be cool. I'm going to Savannah on Thursday, and then um, doing a few things around the rest of the state uh, the following week. So it's That'd gonna be, be fun awesome. to get out and play some. Stuff. I've got a bunch of new songs. I'm trying to go try them all out because we're mm. we're we're still rolling hard with Time in the Sun, but we got a new album um, that I think we're gonna put out this year. So, um, oh, you know, nice. we, we're feeling prolific right now. It's just a good way to, to be. There's, there's been a lot of crazy stuff going on in my life, though, so there's been a lot to write about. But. I'm sure. Well, if uh, if anybody wants to check out SustoIsReal.com for tour dates uh, from now until what? All the way until, uh, what, June, it looks like? No, June, August? Yeah, I think, August. I think there's stuff August. probably booked at least until August, yeah. And then more stuff's going to fill in, too. There's some stuff that hasn't been announced yet some more stuff in the works but and get some merch while you're playing dates on the books yeah well yeah grab some we're looking forward to you guys coming back to columbia too. i've more recently bought my uh, acid boy shirt and socks <laughs> so there you go gotta have the uniform and, and, and we're gonna dive into the pbs thing but i also wanted to say i love your covers man oh yeah daniel and then the um rolling stones cover oh, oh my cool man God. you know, Those you are know amazing. it's funny like uh i walked into a uh, um like <laughs> we were on, on like the Jersey turnpike or something the other day. And I walked into like one of the rest areas and, mm-hmm. and Daniel was playing and I was like, Oh, oh shit, that's pretty rad. <laughs> um, and, uh, <laughs> and then also the other day we could, the cover the Rolling Stones cover you're referring to is kind of like a solo. Well, not solo, but like an acoustic version I did with my friend Hunter Park. But yeah. um, the other day in New York, we were just busted that song out and sound check with the full bands. I think we might try and do that with the full band sometime. Very cool. That'd be great. Dude. Super fun. Sounded a lot more like the the Rolling Stones version. Okay, I I shit, I loved your version. It was amazing. Uh, oh, go ahead Appreciate and that, y'all. We're, you're working on a project with PBS, which is the big thing we definitely wanted to help promote. Yeah, I ear, can't wait to see it. Ear to the common ground. You're going to start filming this uh, in April, April twentieth, correct? Yeah, that, that's pretty appropriate. They put me on the four twenty <laughs> episode. But, um, wait, as um, soon as I, as soon as I saw the video, that's the first thing I thought was, I can dig it. Yeah, that was yeah. It. <laughs> it's funny, you know. I think they know who they're working with, but, um, I, uh, yeah, so it's just, I'm just one of the artists really. It's like, a, um, it's kind of a series that a friend of mine who I've been collaborating with in all kinds of uh, community projects over the years, um, her name's Becca Finlay. She, uh, put this show together and she kind of like got it picked up by PBS and 
Um, essentially what they're doing is getting different artists in for different filmings. And these are all being filmed in the spring, but they're not really going to air until the fall. I'm not completely sure when, but I think it's sometime like September or between September and November. Um, but, uh, and folks are just going to be kind of talking about some topics that may be controversial that, you know, people have opposing opinions on, or, right. or maybe don't, maybe there's not widespread understanding about, um, you know, so there's, there's, um, there's, you know, folks talking about queer issues, people talking about racial injustice and issues surrounding that. And, um, and also the kind of theme in general is, is the, um, the disconnect between the kind of polarized sides of our country, right? Which, you know, um, um, and I know that kind of the middle of that is a little muddy, but it's pretty obvious that there are people who just for one reason or another think it's kind of an us versus them thing. And, and, you know, we're kind of like taught to feel that way by the, the opposing uh, news stations and all that stuff. But, um, but what this program kind of seeks to prove is that um, we have more in common than we think. Right. And, um, and the catalyst for that or the conduit for that, I guess, is those conversations is kind of the music. And we're trying to, um, you know, just experimentally be like, okay, like who's out there and wants to talk about this topic? Like who has conviction about it in one way or the other? And like, can we sit down and like the thing we'll all have in common or the folks will have in common is like a shared interest in, you know, one artist and uh, I'm just one of them. Right. But, um, and my topic is going to be on the environment. Uh, I have something I've been very interested in for a long time. I've until recently was in graduate school kind of for an environmental and sustainability studies program. I, I, I hate to admit it, but I had to drop out. It just got too, too busy for me. Um, but I, uh, but my interest is in, in electric vehicles and specifically in the, in the music, in the music industry and the transition to electric vehicles, um, for bands. Cause I, when the pandemic hit, I kind of, um, I went back to school because I, I had just finished my undergrad and I, and I was not doing anything. So I was like, well, you know, I don't, I've never taken any like geology classes or anything like that. Let's, let's see if I can, you know, do okay at this. And so I started doing that stuff and there's a big focus on kind of, um, climate change and like what the driving factors are and what the, um, kind of, uh, why we know that humans are contributing to it, like, and not just contributing, but are the main contributor. And so like, there's all these things that I learned, um, just by kind of choosing to go in and, and understand that I never knew. Uh, I, I just assumed there was some reason behind things, but I kind of got to understand the nuts and bolts a bit better and also started auditing myself as a touring musician traveling in a 16 passenger van five hours a day. I was like, Oh wow, my carbon footprint is pretty large. Um, and also with flying all the time. So like, uh, so it really kind of, I guess, and also at the same time as a new dad. So I'm thinking about, you know, this planet that we're trying to leave and, you know, at least, I don't know if we can leave it in better condition than we found it. We can at least slow it and keep it from becoming an unlivable uh, place or like, you know, a, a more difficult place to live. At some point, um, we're going to try to reverse the trend because. Yeah. Right. And these things are happening, you know, like there's just, there's no, it, it has to happen. So it's happening. These, these shifts, but for me, I was thinking about the music industry specifically and I, and how there's a lot of folks who are open to these ideas and stuff, but it's like, you know, everybody's kind of focused on their art and not really um, taking the time to jump into the, the other side of it, which is just like on the ground, kind of like 
policy making and, and, right. and making and creation of programs that can help facilitate access to uh, to these this you know sort of transportation. And that's something that, in my mind, kind of is a, a private sector conversation in terms of like you know big bus companies transitioning. But also, I think it's like can be a public um, kind of conversation as well as far as like creating programs for artists like grants that would allow artists to like um, have access to electric vehicles to, to do tours and things like that and, and creating like some sort of fleet to, for that. So <clears throat> there's lots of big ideas and I hope they get to talk about that a little bit on the PBS special, but, um, but also it's just kind of be broader about the environment. And, you know, I think some of those nuts and bolts that I mentioned earlier that I, I never really knew about until I kind of sought it out. Um, you know, there, I think there's a lot of things that uh, people are just unaware of, not because they're dumb or because they're stupid, but just because it's not, we haven't done the best job of translating science right. into a vernacular that folks can understand. And like, um, and, and also just really painting the picture. It doesn't, you know, it, it can be simple enough to explain why we know that the carbon in the atmosphere came from the oil we're burning. You know, there's right, like, right. there's ways to, just, to, the, to, to describe it and lay that out without, you know, someone having to get a chemistry degree. Um, so, you know, I think that's kind of what I, my hope for the conversation is. I'm not really sure yet who's going to be involved yet. The <laughs> folks of the program are still kind of, we had a ton of applicants, thankfully. Oh, um, that's great. Yeah. And so we're, we're going to see who is in the room, but it's going to be, uh, you know, I'm just grateful for the platform to be able to talk about it because, um, you know, I was a little bit discouraged when I kind of realized that I just had too much on my plate to continue with my graduate program. Mm -hmm. um, so it's nice to be able to continue to do this conversation and kind of like pursue some of these ideas I have um, just through my current career as right. a musician. Yeah, you know, it's like, like a, taking two um, passions and put it in into one. Good force yeah, for good. Yeah, and you know, I'm kind of realizing that's kind of what I have to do because uh, I don't know, it's kind of hard to work full time, be a dad, and then uh, also be in grad school. But yeah. Um, but I'm still thankful for what I learned along the way and also the folks that um, kind of, you know, through that program I was in, I met a lot of folks who were kind of um, interested in similar stuff too, or at least sustainability in the music industry. Because there's other, um, you know, avenues of conversation to take in that route as far as um, the, the generators and stuff that are used at, at festivals, the, you know, the plastics and things like that. There's all sorts of conversations within the music industry of people wanting to make it uh, make the industry as a whole have less of an impact. And there are even big bands like Coldplay and stuff who are like trying to figure out how to have zero carbon footprint tours. Right. They, you know, they did, they did the same thing I did, but it separated a much more massive scale. They looked at what the impact of their world tour was going to be. And they're like, wait, we, we can't do this. We can't in good conscience go out and do this. Um, unfortunately, people like me who are like working musicians don't really have a choice. We have right. to keep doing it. Um, but you know, you know, we can still actively be trying to figure out how to do it in a more clean way. Yeah. And, you know, we're already doing things like, you know, we've eliminated plastic bottles from our production riders. Like we, we all carry a water bottle and we ask to have like oh, a, yeah. you know, a permanent water jug in the green room to fill it up instead of having, you know, 16 water bottles, right. just like be used and thrown away. Yeah. No, um, it's, it's just being, it, a lot of it is just people recognizing what impact they're having themselves. I mean, like you said, with the band, 
switching just over to over to reusable water bottles. I mean, that's and I think if you could get an EV van, that would be amazing. I mean, people can afford that's the plan, stuff, you know. But yeah, well, I mean, you know, I uh, I'm I'm open to anything. I mean, even so, solo artists could tour could tour in like Tesla sedans. I mean, yeah. they're becoming more affordable. Um, they're still out of reach for most people getting started, but like, but also, you know, what I would really like to see, there are certain companies like Ford, who I think is going to have an extremely, um, uh, popular line of EVs here in the next yeah. couple of years. I think that, I think the F-150 Lightning is going to be a hit. Oh yeah. I think their, their transits are going to be great, but they're not really offering passenger vehicles yet that are electric. Um, there are companies that are kind of doing Ford style transit vans, but with, you know, passengers, but it's like, you know, getting in the ear of these companies that are kind of leading the way companies like Ford who like, you know, I don't know if they really, I'm sure they do realize it or somebody they realize that, but like their, their vehicles, same with like Mercedes sprinters, like their, their vehicles are the quintessential touring vehicle for, um, you know, fans who are like growing growing their 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 audience and trying to get out there and so mm-hmm. um i think just like getting people involved in the conversation figuring out how to establish a grid that makes sense for touring reapproaching the way routing happens with booking agents so that you know you take charging into consideration because obviously you're not going to have the same right. amount of uh, range as you do in like a you know a big e350 ford that's got like a 400 mile range right. even with a trailer on it you know yeah. um but you know it's not that far off, and, and and those are just little things you have to you have to compromise um, for the greater good. Yeah, and absolutely. To me, it, it feels like in a, a bit of an added adventure to everything. You know, it's like um, you know figuring it out is part of the, the fun, I think. And absolutely. Um, and there's definitely precedent for it. You know, there's people absolutely. that have been doing. It. I don't know if you guys saw the long, long way up. The, um, yep. Uh, Absolutely, uh, you, you and McGregor. I haven't seen the whole thing. I, I was told that somebody's wearing a Suso shirt in one of the episodes, though. I, I, but, um, yes, 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 yes. I do it, remember seeing that. It was in the. It was in like, the it was long way up. Was the. Um, uh, in fact, that and that that show was what inspired me. And and Zach can back me up on this. I actually ordered an electric motorcycle. He did. I have I have right. two more payments to go, <laughs> and it'll be paid off in April. And then I should get some sort of delivery date. I'm guessing in June. So it's is, uh, it a, is it a Harley? No, I no, I, <laughs> I got I got the Sondor's uh, the Sondor's Metacycle. It only has about an eighty mile range, uh, but it's That's a step sick, in that man. direction. Send me the link. Oh yeah, send me absolutely. the link because I'm a cycle guy and I've been like well, I haven't really started looking around yet, but I like because I'm really more interested in, in getting a band right now. Yeah, but, right, right. Um, but yeah, like and you know I I um I think you know, the more of us that kind of jump on board and lead the way, this is, this has to be the way of the future. Right. We know that. And, um, let's have fun with it. Let's get into it. Let's be the first on the ground. Let's, let's, you know, figure it out and yeah, this then, is, you know, show people how much fun we're having with it. This is my first step in the, uh, in the way of, uh, EV motorcycles. I, I decided to go with the Sondors. It's a little smaller. It's got a little bit less range. And then the next step up will be a zero. And, yeah. uh, I get that zero. That's, that's, that's the Harleys look really good. The zeros look really good, but uh, it's the Harleys. Harleys aren't really offered yet to the public, are they? Right. Or they're just prototypes for a long way up. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, and GM, one day. GM, yeah, one day. GM has uh, committed to being fully electric by twenty thirty three or something like that. So that's interesting because if you're going to be fully electric, yeah, I mean, every everyone's on board. They're doing it. You know, I feel like the the automotive industry, transportation industry in general. Yeah. knows where everything's heading. And there was a lot of I money. I think the music industry is honestly a little bit behind, 
because yeah. there's folks that own all the bus companies like that. They're like, oh, yeah. not making big strides, but they're also like, there's already, there's bus technology that, that's coming along for it too. And, well, and I, you know, am, and I, some of it may not be electric, some of it might be hydrogen based or something like that, but, um, I you am, know, uh, there's going to have to be a, a, a new option. Absolutely. And I'm a full supporter of having mass, uh, or, or high speed rails built between cities too, to, 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 totally. you know, yeah. electric, electric trains to go back and forth because, you eliminate the need for somebody to, to fly a plane. You know, mm-hmm. There are planes that fly out of Columbia and Charlotte and Charleston that sometimes, I mean, you have an entire plane and it's only got, you know, 15 people on it. Right. You got a 747 yeah, no, that totally. houses 300 people and you're carrying 15. Well, and, and, and you're just, just, you know, just pelting the, the, the atmosphere. Right. You know, when you're doing that. Well, and as, as just as a little uh, sneak under the curtain, we, we do have uh, a member of, uh, Coheed and Cambria that agreed to be on the podcast with us and they drive those big honking cool. tour buses. <laughs> and so I will definitely be like, you ever thought about what you're doing? <laughs> what you guys are doing? I'd like to see you. like, God damn, I walked into a trap. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be like, I'm just going to bring this up real quick. <laughs> well, Justin, we know you're limited on time. We really yeah. appreciate you joining us. Just a, uh, just a reminder, uh, they're, you're going to be filming in April, the ear to the common ground. Your, your focus is going to be on transportation and the environmental impacts that's coming out this fall with PBS. Yeah. Uh, and you're currently on tour. Uh, you got some solo tour dates coming up this week, uh, March 3rd, you'll be in Savannah. And then next week you'll be in Athens. So, uh, make sure to check out Susto is Justin Osborne. Thank you so much for joining us. You are welcome. Hey, yeah, you guys, it's always a pleasure. Thanks so much for letting me, uh, thanks for letting me talk about everything we got going on and hopefully I see you guys soon. All right. Absolutely. Oh, definitely. We'll keep in touch and man, thank you. And everybody go check out time in the sun. Yeah. Fantastic album. Thanks for the plug y'all. Appreciate thanks. it. Thanks, thanks Justin. Justin. All right. Nothingers. I want to cue you in about a friend of the pod blank canvas brand. If you own a business or restaurant and the time has come to build that unique brand, you have got to get a hold of blank canvas brand blank canvas brand specializes in brand identity, including logos, business cards, flyers, and anything else to promote your business. And now blank canvas brand offers printing services to help with your clothing needs, including sports teams. I can tell you from our own experience, blank canvas brand is responsible for our logo as well as the bowl of duty bowling team logo. And we couldn't be happier with what's been produced for more information. You can search Facebook for blank canvas, or you can email blank canvas at theallaboutnothing.com. That's B-L-N-K-C-A-N-V-S at theallaboutnothing.com. You can find links in the Friends of the Pod section of our website. Visit theallaboutnothing.com. Hey, everyone. I want to take a quick moment to mention one of our new sponsors, thepaintedmoment.com. That's thepaintedmoment.com. Check this out. Have you ever taken a photo with your phone or digital camera that would look amazing as a watercolor canvas painting? Well, now there's a website ready to take your photo and turn it into digital painted moments. This is how it works. Visit thepaintedmoment.com, follow the instructions, and your digital photo will be enhanced and returned to you with links on where you can have an image printed to canvas or whatever else you'd like to do with it. We've already got a couple of these enhanced photos hanging around the house, and trust me, you'll love what comes out. Thepaintedmoment.com. Create a painted moment in time from your digital photos. Thepaintedmoment.com. Seriously, check them out today. Thepaintedmoment.com. What is a vaccine? What is a virus? What is a mask? What's a Sasquatch? These are all valid questions, and to answer them in one breath, prevention, potentially deadly, potentially life-saving, and don't be stupid. Look, the coronavirus from 2019 has caused a global pandemic that continues to ravage our planet, leaving victims and survivors. But you can do your part. 
In the United States, as well as most countries around the world, the COVID-19 vaccine is available at little to no cost. Regardless of your politics, this virus has the potential to cause irreparable harm to you and vulnerable family members and friends. We have an opportunity through the efforts of medical science to balance the scales against this disease and its variants. And look, I don't understand how the vaccine works, even though I've heard it described countless times by countless experts. And even though none of that makes any sense to me, I do recognize that the money and effort spent on the vaccine has not been wasted. And it's not a global positioning transmitter being embedded in your arm. You're holding that in your hand, listening to this. So get the vaccine. Protect yourself. Protect your loved ones. Hell, protect the guy standing behind you waiting on his Taco Supreme and nacho fries. Let that be the reason his organs shut down. For more information, visit covid19.nih.gov for actual science information. We have to thank our sponsor, GOT Sound Studio, and its owner and operator, Dominique Stewart, better known as Neek the Geek. GOT Sound Studios offers a variety of recording experiences for music, voice, and instrumental recordings and production, as well as podcasts. GOT Sound Studio is located in Columbia, South Carolina, and operated by the most talented producer and engineer in the business. GOT Sound Studio is a black-owned business. Bring your recording business needs here. You can find details on their Facebook page or by calling 803 803- 243-2302 or emailing gotsounds at theallaboutnothing.com That's gotsounds at theallaboutnothing.com You can find links in the friends of the pod section of our website. Visit theallaboutnothing.com Justin Osborne from Susto, and you're listening to the All About Nothing Podcast. Show them who's boss with your smoker's car. Give it to them early in the morning. You smell like salt and cotton balls, baked in the high blue sun. Life is suffering, but love and family. Very cool. Make hard work in the hot sun. Okay. That is Justin Osborne and uh, that King. <laughs> <laughs> it was good to have Justin on the show again. Ah, oh, man, he's such a great guy. Yeah. We appreciate him coming back. On. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, the man just walked in the door from coming home from Philadelphia. Yeah, he just yeah, literally traveled overnight to right. get home, right? Yeah. That was that was uh, a week in the making. Yeah. We've been waiting for that. Yeah, no, we yeah, Zach 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 pulled through again with a with another big interview with Justin Su- uh, Osborne there. I just said, "Hey, Flynn." <laughs> Justin, Mr. Susto himself. Justin, Justin the Osborne. Susto Osborne. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Justin. Yeah. We, uh, we, had, we, I, I, and this is how awesome he is. I just called him up and said, Hey, he's doing, you, he's, you're doing this thing for PBS. We'd like to talk about it. Yeah. And he was all game. Yeah. Very cool. So make sure to check out, uh, they're, like I said, they're on tour. Justin is, Justin and the band are on tour right now. Uh, he's got some solo trips coming up uh, this week in Savannah, Savannah, on Thursday. Yeah, on Thursday, and then next week in Athens uh, on the on Wednesday. So, uh, SustoIsReal.com. Uh, you can check out tour dates. And, uh, and I'm very jealous. I love Savannah. Oh yeah, Savannah's what a beautiful nice town. town. I I, I want to go and do some of the ghost walks in Savannah. That's that's one town I've not done those ghosts. I've done Charleston. I've done Asheville. I've done yeah. Salem. I could. I've seen people. They were doing ghost tours last time I was there. Oh yeah, we stayed in like a um, 1800s brothel down there. Like it used to be. Who stayed in it? <laughs> uh, Gabrielle and I. Oh okay. And uh, Keith and his wife. Okay. Well, they stayed with their parents. Gabrielle and I just stayed there. That's yeah. cool though. It was very cool, and it was very close, like walkable to straight downtown Savannah. That is very cool. That Did I ever cool. tell you my Savannah story that showed my out of towner ness? 
please do. <laughs> so we went to uh, we went to a, out of townerness. Yes, like I'm gonna let you, you have could that one. Clearly, tell I had never been to Savannah before. <laughs> okay, yeah. So Gabrielle and I um, is this on the coast? So Gabrielle, uh, <laughs> what does that smell? Flex for my wife. She uh, she was doing like Miss Teen USA's hair. Oh, that's and, cool. And she was giving the crown away to the next one. Oh, okay. And so she did her hair down there. And uh, when they were done, we had the rest of the day to do whatever. And uh, we went to a bar, and we were drinking and just having fun, eating eating lunch. And the waitress comes up, and she goes, would you like uh, some drinks to go? And I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah. Yes, can I get please. A, can, I, can a Jack and Coke to go? You put a nipple on that? Yeah. And she was like, okay. And she walked away, and I was like, well, is she just being super cool? No, she missed the entire punchline is what she missed. Yeah, <laughs> like, I, I, I was being funny. Uh, she, that's when Gabrielle and I found out you can drink. Yeah, on the streets. Yeah, you can take yeah. your. And you cannot do that here. No, in, not in Colombia, at all. Like I think, I think, <laughs> I think, like here in Colombia, the police set up literally yeah. across the street. From you like literally wet have to willies. make sure you're under the awning. Yeah, if you walk out. Yeah, yeah. No, no. You you moved outside the vicinity of <laughs> yeah, that. Go. Of to, that I, can, I can go other places with this. They're like absolutely. I was like, wow, <laughs> favorite town ever. <laughs> Yeah, you know, in Pennsylvania, they have drive-through uh, uh, liquor stores. Yeah, they have them in Kentucky as yeah. well. But oh. you can't, like, pop the top and continue driving. Correct. Uh, <laughs> no. That's correct. But, but you can, on foot traffic, they were like, yeah, here's your here's your Jack and Coke. Go explore Savannah. Make bad decisions. So we're, we're doing another shorts episode. This is episode, shorts episode number 11. Yeah. Uh, after, uh, after my, I guess, number 10, which was a brief. What was number 10 again? I can't. Mm, it wasn't the. No, it wasn't baseball. It wasn't. Uh, you know what? It doesn't matter. You can go back and listen. Yeah, you yeah. know. Um, uh, scroll up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just slide your finger up. Scroll down. Episode 10. Yeah. Shorts episode 10. Um, but uh, after the conversation with uh, Justin, we wanted to uh, we wanted to go ahead. So the events in the Ukraine are unfolding pretty quickly. They are. Um, the last thing that I heard was that the Russians had invited the Ukrainians to a diplomatic conversation in Belarus, which I'm going to be completely honest uh, to all of our listeners in Belarus, which there is at least one because yes. I've seen the download. Mm-hmm. Uh, look, I, 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 I want to believe that it's in good faith that the Russians potentially are asking the Ukrainians to come to the table. Um, but at the same time, the Ukrainians have nothing to go to the table for no. as far as I'm concerned. The Russians invaded. This is this is a a a a bully move uh, by a dictator. His even the Russian people don't support this this Mm-mm. invasion against much much harsher penalty than um, an American would receive. Yeah, you know uh, they're they are out there definitely making it known that they do not agree. They look at U- Ukraine as their brother. Uh, one Russian put it in the tense of he's like, it's like if uh, Texas was to fight a war with Alabama. I'd probably let that go. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to let it sort itself out. Well, Texas know? and Alabama have gone at it. No, wait, wait, he, 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 Drunken he, He's like, it's your brothers. He goes, why would you do that? Right. Those, those are your brothers. And it, was, it made perfect sense. And uh, I also saw a video that was true and verified of uh there there was a firefight and a guy was in one of the transport takes of a russian soldier and they got him out of it and they were berating him while he's crying oh yeah, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. you saw that well and, and uh, yeah i saw that but i also saw did you see the the woman who gave the soldier sunflower seeds and yes. told him to put it in his pocket, pocket yeah and that that when he laid down and died 
that it would grow sunflowers Flowers, from yeah. from where he died, where yeah. he laid down. I was like, Hardcore. that, that <laughs> you know, for Ukrainian, that is like the curse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Apparently, yeah. like yeah. it's serious. You just it just got put on you right there, like like. Sorry. My God, what a what a deadly burn! Yeah, <laughs> like, put these in your pocket. Don't eat them. When you die, we'll know where you were. Exactly. <laughs> These sunflowers will be sprouting up. It was, you know, this is, and 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 what's amazing to me in this whole situation is just how much support the Ukrainians are getting, as far as like from around the world, like people outpouring of support for the right. Ukrainians, um, but it's still not enough yet. And as far as I'm concerned, uh. There should have been an emergency meeting of NATO to go ahead and include the Ukraine in it because – and I know what that would have done. And, and and even even as we're recording now, the last reports I saw were that the Russians were readying their nuclear arms. Like they were putting their they nuclear arms – They put it on a higher in, alert. In, yeah. yeah, in ready steps, mm-hmm. um, which potentially means that they could line them up on the border or they could move them within range – and they're the smaller ballistic ones. I mean, they're the small. They're not the intercontinental missiles, but they are. They are moving their smaller nuclear ballistic missiles into place to potentially, uh, if and and, and the, the the caveat on that is that they would do. They would only launch a nuclear attack if they saw NATO potentially moving in from from Hungary or from Poland. And I saw that, um, and if I read it correctly, which I do believe it did, Belarus was kind of pissed at Russia for... Hungary was. Was it Hungary? Belarus basically does, and again, I'm not I, I'm not putting down anyone who's listening to our show in Belarus, but Belarus is in step with Russia. Right, they, but they said they weren't going to allow, like missile strikes to come from them ah okay and like they were they were pissed that they let russians like in yes and then that they that's what they ended up going and doing was going into ukraine i think i i think i did see the and 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 i may be wrong but i thought one of the things that i saw was that belarus was going to supply russians with some tanks in order to move the fighting along in afghanistan uh, afghanistan no in ukraine they have um, done it there yeah so uh, ultimately, just my opinion is I, I this is one of those weird situations where I don't want Americans involved in, in something like this. But at some point, I think you have to recognize that this isn't just an invasion. This is potentially genocide against people that are almost not different except for the fact of where they live. Well, and I don't know if, whether it's true or false, but there was a Ukrainian reporter talking about the even during the other wars it was the ukrainians who were the ones who were considered the hard asses that right that's where you got the tough soldiers from right was from ukraine and i think it stands to show that russia's having a hard, hard time, time. Right now. yeah you're they don't have kiev yet right uh and they're putting up a hell of a fight yeah last thing i saw i think yesterday when we recorded uh was that kiev was completely surrounded by russian troops mm-hmm. but but like same with the woman that was telling the the soldier that to they're put t- the sunflowers in the seas. They're still twenty miles out, right? But they're they're surrounded. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but that that it's it's clear that the Ukrainians have something to fight for because apparently soldiers, the Russian soldiers that are in Ukraine that are that you know because the the media, the reporters are walking amongst them some. Yeah, and they're not fighting, uh, which is a dangerous job. I mean, it doesn't. I, I, at some point, they're not going to care that you have a big giant press written across your chest or your yeah. back. But the fact that the soldiers, the Russian soldiers, when asked, "Why are you all fighting against the Ukrainians? Why are you all? Why are you all 
doing this. They have no idea. They say uh, that they had a couple that they were interrogating. I saw that they were saying like that they were lied to that 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 it was a military exercise at first that right. Turned I saw in, that too. That turned into no, you're going in. Right. Yeah. Right. No, this was this was Putin's plan, and he's been setting this up since mm-hmm. twenty probably around twenty fourteen when they when they initially took Crimea. Um, who's that late night host that you like a lot? Seth Meyers. Yeah. He he can or. <laughs> Was it Seth Meyers? I don't want to speak out of turn. No, it was Jimmy Fallon. Okay. He said that uh, it, it was kind of like Kim Jong-il, Kim Jong-un or whatever, uh, where he's like, no, Russia, you don't invade. You just act like you're going to do it. Yeah. You don't just, you don't do it. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> you, yeah. You can say you're going to do it and you posture and you do all this stuff. You don't do it. Yeah. 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 He did it. That psychopath did it. I, I, I don't think there was any reason to think he wouldn't. I think that, you know, and, and here's the other thing that really bugs me, and, and then we'll move on to the next topic. But um, the fact that I see, and I put this out on our page, but the fact that I see all of these memes of people saying that if Donald Trump basically was in office right now, that he would not have allowed for, but you can't, you cannot assume that because if you look at the speeches and the things that Donald Trump is saying right now, he is in full support of Putin like he somehow has split the two things like he talks about how he 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 supports the Ukrainians and 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 how proud of them he is for fighting for their homes and things like that and then not five minutes later in the exact same speech he's talking about how Putin is a savvy and smart guy and that this is uh this is you know the fact that it's only he's only losing out on two dollars in in diplomatic um uh you know he's only losing out on two dollars and basically getting to take over an entire country full of people and and I, I I don't understand like so I one of the things that really bugs me about some of the comments that I see is that I recognize that what Putin is doing is a very Soviet way of acting. Very, very. It's it is it is how the Soviet Union continued to hold on to places like Kazakhstan and 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 Czechoslovakia and all the that was that none, was none of his none of his advisors and stuff are going to want to have rice and injected right. into any of their shit. Right. I mean, that's exactly what would have happened. And, and it, dude, it may have happened. He may have had advisors like you shouldn't do that. And he's like, well, have fun sleeping tonight. <laughs> yeah. Forever. Yeah. Don't keep on you. It's but but the people that that are saying like you can't you can't turn away and ignore all of the things that Donald Trump said when he was a can and when he was a candidate. When, when he was president, and then when he was a candidate again. Like, he he literally asked the Russians to look into finding the missing emails for Hillary Clinton. Oh, those are in Ukraine. Right. All of this is, is just asinine. Burisma? And that's in Ukraine. I get that you can claim that Biden is weak, mm-hmm. and that's fine. Mm-hmm. Whatever. But Trump clearly, through all the rhetoric that he said the entire time he was in not, public office— yeah. All of it indicated he was weak. Yeah, and it and it, all he would have done was not impose as many sanctions. I, I don't know that he would have imposed any it, sanctions. If yeah, if he did, and then too, the other flip of the coin is he would have been like, "We're going to stop it all and just send everybody." Yeah, if if, and that's just like that. Was, like what 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 squirrely turd crawled out of his ass that day to make him decide what he wanted to do. There was there was no way that Trump was ever going to take the United States to war against Russia no. because I still believe that there's a P tape out there and I believe that the whole reason that Trump is constantly supporting Vladimir <laughs> Putin is because he does not want that to come yeah. out. And and honestly at this point you, Trump is what? Yeah. 74 
Could you imagine like, like if he if he had if it was still Trump and he did do something to piss off Russia and then Putin just like on live streams like I'd like you to pay attention I have laser disc <laughs> puts it in <laughs> Yeah I want to believe so I support that <laughs> I want that to be the case I like the I want tape is on laser disc. I want it I want it to be I want <laughs> I want it to be one of those old school like television VCRs <laughs> that they have to like roll into the roll into the Just Kremlin. The tracking yeah, a yeah. Little. yeah, yeah, because it's all fuzzy and it's like this is an old one, but a goodie. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, oh we'll move God. on. It's on actual film. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's, gotta, he, he's pulling the he's pulling the uh, projector screen down and it keeps like flying he up. Has to get Somebody the hook, else come get the this. hook with the stick. <laughs> That's great. So uh, we're going to move on. This is uh, the future laser disc. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and uh, to Putin from South Carolina, Dolbayab. What, what does that mean? It's non-translatable in English. It's bad, though. But it's the worst. It's the Okay. How do you say it? Dolbayab. Dolbayab. Mm-hmm. Oh, I got it the first try. Yeah. Congratulate me. There you go. <laughs> oh, thank you, Andre. Russian who worked with me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so real quick, uh, it is... Uh, if you're listening to this on March 1st, it is my mother's 79th birthday. <gasps> Happy birthday. Yeah, you sing that. We have to pay for it. Do you? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Not anymore. I think it's in the public domain. I can release, like, uh, change the key. Happy birthday <laughs> to you. Could you do it as the character that... Uh, Happy birthday. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> uh, a- I hope you tell many jokes and people laugh. So my mother requested, uh, and this is going to be slightly embarrassing, but I'm going to chalk it up to just being a bit. Um, but my mother requested. <laughs> that's the only way I get. That's the only way I get past past the uh, the, the embarrassing things. It was a bit. What do you want? <laughs> <laughs> so my mother requested for her birthday, and uh, this is this is what she requested. She requested that uh, that I sing uh, "City of New Orleans" uh, by Arlo Guthrie. But my mother listens to the Willie Nelson's version. I think a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just going to put this out there and. As, with as much respect as I can possibly give to Arlo Guthrie, Willie Nelson's version is better. Because, in my opinion, Willie Nelson is a better singer. Sure. I am not Willie Nelson. Nor are you Remotely, Arlo I'm not Arlo Guthrie either. <laughs> anyway, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to play this, and, and, and you guys put up with this. Happy birthday, uh, Mom. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hit the, uh, the correct button, uh, which will play it. Because <laughs> my, you see what I'm doing, right? There we go. So we're just going to play this, and... You all enjoy. This is the All About Nothing podcast. Riding on the city of New Orleans, Illinois Central, Monday morning rail. 15 cars and 15 restless riders, three conductors, and 25 sacks of mail. All along the southbound Odyssey, a train pulls out of Kankakee, rolls along past houses, farms, and fields, passing trains that have no name, freight yards full of old black men, and the graveyards of the rusted automobiles. The city 
right, so that's that's all we're gonna play of that because uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna send it to you in an email, mom. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> recorded and mixed at GOT, yeah, GOT Sound Studios. Mixed right here at GOT Sound Studio. Um, yeah, I guess I guess that's probably going to wrap it up. Happy birthday, Mom. Uh, 79 years. Uh, Young. My father turns 80 this year. My God. Yeah. And I turn 43. I turn uh, 34. This year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice having Carrie in the studio to record what the pod was at because <laughs> she's, she's, a, she's, a year, she's almost a year older. So that makes me feel better. <laughs> it always makes me And we just recorded two episodes of What yeah. the Pod Was That. Yeah, What the Pod Was That also released uh, March 1st, the, the latest episode. And then March 15th, we released those episodes on the 1st and 15th of every month. So check that out. Yeah, please. Uh, and, and and please share it because uh, we put a lot of work into uh, to, to finding the, the highest quality of content <laughs> to provide to uh, entertain everybody. Uh, it doesn't matter if you can't picture it in your head. That's it's, the excuse I've heard. It's still pretty funny. <laughs> it's hilarious. I think our reactions to some of it are pretty funny too. <laughs> yeah. Cause ultimately if you listen to it, Carrie is, uh, Carrie is on status macabre and uh podcast, which you should also check out, which is a true crime podcast. But, um, what's, what's really fantastic about it is she will share some things. Hell, we'll, we all share things that give mm. us a little bit of insight into just who we all are <laughs> yeah. and what we've learned lately from Carrie is that. She's really into prison guys. She's into prison guys. <laughs> like like <laughs> younger prison guys. I'm not sure what her, uh, and she's not here to defend herself. <laughs> I thought maybe it was the prison tats. So I showed the pig guy. <laughs> not the BDSM stuff. <laughs> Check that out. You can find uh, all the podcast platforms, whatthepodwasthat.com, uh, to, to find that out. And of course, uh, if, if you haven't shared episodes of All About Nothing, uh, you, you're, we know who you are. Yeah. <laughs> we, we keep track. We'll send Rambo and Keanu Reeves after you. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, uh, as always, the, the, the show is recorded here at GOT Sound Studio in Columbia, South Carolina. So uh, make sure that uh, if you want to book any time or you want to record like I do, uh, yeah. you want you want to do that here. Uh, you can go to GOTSoundStudio.com to find uh, uh, information as far as being able to book and everything like that. Or you can find Facebook. Uh, also, Muff the Producer is responsible for the beats you hear on our show. Uh, you can follow him at Muff the Producer. Trent will be back with us next episode. Oh, big, big deal. Are we doing something special yeah. next episode? Our next episode, we are going to be filming or filming. We're going to be recording our next episode from Segra Park, from the press box at Segra Park with John Kosas. I'm so excited. From Fireflies, yeah. Yeah. He is the marketing and media director, uh, marketing and media director over at the uh, Columbia Fireflies. So we're going to be doing that. So that's going to be on an episode that releases next Monday. What jealous? Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be a lot of fun. Uh, and thank you, Justin. Yeah, uh, Trent Clark will be back with us. Do, uh, uh, Dominique uh, Stewart, uh, Neek the Geek, he'll be with us. Uh, so uh, make sure to make sure to uh, share that episode with everybody too, because it's gonna be a, it's gonna be kind of a big deal. It will. This will be the first time we've actually recorded away from the studio together. Right. Yeah. So we're gonna have to say live from yeah. Segro Park. Yeah, I've I've already I've already worked up the intro. It's it's Saturday night. <laughs> Sunday live. <laughs> All right. Check that out. Uh, thank you very much, Zach, for being here. We'll look yeah. forward to having Trent back uh, on the next episode. So uh, please make sure to share our episodes. Go out there, subscribe, like everything that uh, that we ask you to do. Please do it because otherwise, uh, what are we doing this for? <sighs> Who knows? Fun. <laughs> All right. Everybody, make sure to stay safe. Get yourselves vaccinated and have a week. This The All About Nothing podcast is recorded live from the Maddie Johnson Podcast Studio at GOT Sound Studio in Columbia, South Carolina. The All About Nothing podcast is produced and engineered by Neek the Geek 
owner and operator of GOT Sound Studio. To support the show, please visit theallaboutnothing.com for links to social media, merchandise, and more. Become a patron of the show by following the Patreon link at the top of our page. The All About Nothing podcast is an entertainment product of Barrett Gruber. Special thanks to Zach King, Trent Clark, Muff the Producer, Neek the Geek, and you, our listeners. Please subscribe, rate, review, and share. If you're on YouTube, please hit the like button and the notification bell. Thank you for listening. The All About Nothing podcast is a member of the GOT Podcast Network.